0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 167 of the Chamber One Chance of Alex and Alex podcast. No time for a fancy scheduled or practiced intro today. We have too much to talk about. My name 100... is Chamber One of InfiniteBacklog.com. I just interrupted Chance of the games of Chance.Blogspot.com. Chance, how are you doing this evening?
1: 167 is a lot of episodes, man.
0: It's a, it is a lot of episodes. That's it's a it's lot. A, it's, it's well over 167 hours because we go about an hour, hour 15 each time. Mm. Any number of E3s, a whole lot of games, a couple of fights, Makes the next week. That's a big number.
2: Yeah, about 1,200 more of those to go before a master's at it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alex is here to bring us down with the hard, cold facts. That's not a
2: fact. That's his opinion, <laughs> and a lot of people agreed with it. <laughs> Well-researched opinion, but I don't, I, don't, I don't like Malcolm Gladwell. Anyway, why am I talking about Malcolm Gladwell? How I don't are know,
0: because you you're, you're the smart one, too, I guess. I'm not
2: the know. smart one, I just... Have the most uh, I scatterbrain. Scatterbrain. No,
1: I, I think we're. I think me and me and Chamberlain are, are kind of getting old, and we we just don't give a shit anymore. And, it's, and you, yeah. Yeah, you're still young and sharp, and just soaking everything in. And it's we're terrifying. Like, I wish yeah, I could tune so... a
2: lot of it out. <laughs> <laughs> May you live in interesting times.
0: So, at the at the outset here, since since Chance hasn't seen it yet. And I won't because I'm oh. actually not that terribly interested. I, I, We do need at least a one or two sentence reaction to Avengers Endgame. Because mm-hmm. Alex has seen it. Okay.
2: And for uh, Yes. Chance has yeah. not seen it. Yeah, no. no. No spoilers. Son. No spoilers. Okay.
0: Just give, you know, um, as, as, a, as a connoisseur of movies. It is
2: three different things. It is a ball buster of an epilogue. It is a fun comedy, and then it is res- a resounding rah-rah war movie. Hmm. They are all wonderful. They could have all been separate movies, and yet it works best all together. Hmm.
0: Does it feel like three hours?
2: No, huh? it flies by. It is so much fun. It is so well written. It is like Thor and the Hulk are just basically comic relief, and it's the most I've ever liked those guys. And I. Really those guys.
1: Hulk is always as best as Comic Relief
2: Oh my god, is this is the best he's ever been
1: In a lot of ways I'm. Uh, if all goes well, I'll see you tomorrow
2: Okay, I, I, the, I'll, I'll spoil a really good thing About I'm, someone I'm, says I'm, about the Hulk no, no, okay I liked you either other way
1: Either other way? Yep
0: <laughs> I know what that means Because I read all the spoilers <laughs> Isn't that fun? That is pretty funny. I like that. It's
2: it's such a good script. And there's like f- three really good community cameos. Nice. Between right. this and Winter Soldier, pretty much everyone on community has been in a R- Russo brother movie. Hmm. It's
0: see, just... I, I looked up yeah. all the spoilers, cause, cause, as I wanted to know. Yeah. It's and, a good movie. And my son is actually going to see it next week. So I keep walking past him and threatening... what about this but but I've been doing it in ways where I start making up ridiculous spoilers I'm like hey did you hear that Batman shows up right at the end it's really cool and then like Frozone and Elsa are there like fighting things that would
2: have been actually
0: I mean (laughs)
2: obnoxious but funny
0: but then I started doing things like a little more plausible, like yeah, um, Wolverine somehow shows up, and then Cyclops is there.
2: Deadpool should have shown up.
0: Yeah, and he's like, he said that's what he stops and thinks, like, well, but that that's actually Marvel, so that is shut up, Dad. So oh, they kind-
2: ju- look. This is the one upside <laughs> of you know the new world order of Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucking Darth Vader could show up. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? That kind of works.
2: Yeah, I saw the first couple pages of that uh, Darth Vader comic uh, he, uh, Dave was talking about showed up on Imager. Yeah, that's uh, that's a better script than I've seen in any <laughs> Star Wars movie yet. I hope they make that movie.
0: Well, I thought they were done with the standalone movies.
2: That, just that first scene in a movie is just, wow. Yeah, just that's... really good dialogue. That's like cause... It's really hard to make that really po face Star Wars stuff work, but that, whoever wrote that needs a job because <laughs> I was like oh this is the first time I found either Jabba the Hutt or uh, Darth Vader compelling ever <laughs> like this is this is good shit this is that Darth it, Vader that means it won't get me yeah. into
0: a movie though it won't happen <laughs> yeah yeah, no. it's too good yeah. for that
2: I mean like James Earl Jones he's still down he's still alive come on we just lost Mayhew
0: they tapped James Earl Jones for the Lion King live action movie did, he's still yeah. he's still working
2: you can't do better
0: no, no you can't. I mean when he dies what are going to I mean Although he doesn't years. doing much acting anymore. I don't know if he's showing up in a lot of things. He's but old.
2: He's very old. Yeah. He was old when he 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 played Eddie Murphy's dad.
0: <laughs> was that coming to America? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: I tied yeah. my shoes once. What is an overrated experience? <laughs>
0: and you're like, "Yes, sir. I understand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely." Uh, so, I got like Three things under my belt mm-hmm. in the last week. I uh, played some more Mortal Kombat, um, t- sampled the towers, and they are completely unfun. Mm-hmm. Just way too difficult in ways that aren't fair. Like, you'll be fighting one character, and they'll have assists, where, like, you're fighting, like, Jackie Briggs, but every 10 seconds, another character runs in from the side and kicks you. Mm-hmm. Or there'll be missiles flying through the air that you can't block. And it's just, it's not fun. And they already patched it once before I played to make it a little easier. And the full-blown patch came out, which is supposed to even lessen the AI a little bit. I just don't understand how it ever got that far. Who, like, in testing, played these towers and went, yep, this is what we want to put out there. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it.
2: Well, what was it? I think Forbes called it a perfect game marred by a soul-crushing grind.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's got just a ton of unlockables that a lot of people really care about. And fine, you care about your cosmetics, cool. But the amount of time it takes to get them is ridiculous. And it's like they knew that because they gave you the, the ability to just let the AI fight for you in the towers. And you can literally walk away from the game and collect the coins when it's done. Like, why am I letting this game play my... Why did I pay $60 to have this game play with itself?
2: Because we're getting one step closer to just having in-game video... Po- in-house video video poker.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't,
2: so, like, are they making any money off of this?
0: No, because you you can't... There are no microtransactions associated with any oh, of this. Oh, okay, then
2: I have no idea.
0: No, it, it's... I mean, yes, there are microtransactions you can buy like Time Crystals. And the Time Crystals allow you to purchase these skins that kind of rotate in and out. But the skins that you can purchase with time crystals can also all be found in the crypt. So there's nothing that you cannot do without spending actual money. It just takes forever. But you can't, you can't buy the coins for things. You can't buy the actual skins out of the crypt. It's, it's, it's baffling. It's like, it's like Warner Brothers saw what they did wrong with that last Lord of the Rings Uh game and they tried to correct, but like, the left hand didn't get the message about what they should be doing right. so like half the development team was like microtransactions and the other half of the team was like well that's that's earnable in game and when they got together they just kind of slapped it together and nobody looked at what they had made so surprise <laughs> it doesn't work Um but the actual fighting is is excellent I actually I broke with about a year's worth of habit and took it online mm-hmm. played it online and am currently over 50% with the win record okay so, I'm doing okay. Uh, no, I'm avoiding you, ranked. We're talking about work? Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Katana? Yep.
0: Katana, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I figured out how to make her work. I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding ranked. But I went into the, the customization area where you can kind of add and remove moves. Mm-hmm. And I just gave myself, like, another fan. Because you've got the normal fan, and I added in a low fan that you have to block low. And, but just with those two things, if you, don't know how to deal with, like, zoning, I can keep you on the other half of the screen and kill you with chip damage. Yeah. And for me, it's a good time. I don't mind that. I mean, because you need to beat that before I'm going to deal with anything else you have. Um, and I've gotten at least two quitalities out of people. Just threw <laughs> fans at them until they got so mad that they exploded. And it hey, made that, that, my that, evening. Default. <laughs> D- default. Default. <Yeah. laughs> But when you run into somebody who knows what they're doing, it's it's much more fun because suddenly I don't I'm not playing that way anymore. Like the last match not last time, but two nights ago I ran into a Baraka. And Baraka's actually very good in this game because he can do both like handle range stuff and he can get in your face and cut you to pieces. And it took about three seconds for me to realize that this Baraka knew what he was doing. Because projectiles high projectiles, you don't need to block. Just duck them. If you hold in the block button you end up blocking the projectile and taking chip damage, even though it's a high. If you just duck, it goes right over your head, and you can recover faster. And I can tell if someone knows what they're doing, if they just start ducking these things as opposed to blocking them. So, round begins. I jump backwards, throw a fan. He ducks. I do it again. He ducks again. Then I realize, oh, crap, this guy is actually good. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and he took me two out of three, and they were actually good matches. So,
1: Did you win one of them?
0: I won one of them. Hey. I won one of them. Finding... It's funny the people who know what they're doing are much more willing to give you a run back Um has, there's no forcing to play two out of three in in, in player matches people can leave after the first match hmm. but when it's a close match and they're not if they like know how the game works they'll almost always give you the run back I had one I was playing against a Scorpion who was really good who let me like I, I bounced off him like five or six times just kept losing and losing and losing because I couldn't figure it out but he let me keep coming back at him which was nice because I had hmm. to figure out the matchup
2: as so, long as he is willing to learn
0: I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I, I mean, I don't really care about my win-loss ranking. It's not a big deal. I just yeah, but want to- It feels it to good, plain. right?
1: It feels good.
0: It, it feels good to be above 50% right now. But I've got so many other distractions that I haven't played Mortal Kombat in like two days. Um, so, before I like launch into the beauty that is SteamWorld Quest, Chance, what do you got? What have you played?
1: Uh, what have okay. you done this week? About an hour ago, I, uh, I finished the install on Swords of Ditto on Switch. Ah! And just opened it up and just, it, it starts on a beach. With this hand-drawn uh, waves lapping at the shore of the beach. And there's all these beautiful little hand-drawn creatures. And your player character is this adorable little cartoon kid. Like, just the presentation of that game. I can't fucking wait to play it. I didn't play it. I just had to walk up to town because I'm you know, i going through like the tutorial right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm hyped to get back into it. Nice. And <clears throat> I have played Days Gone.
0: Ah, this is what I want to hear about.
1: I have played a lot of Days Gone, and I really like it. I really, uh-huh. really do. Um, cause, and I can tell I like it because I really I miss Overwatch so much right now. <laughs> I,
0: I really do. <laughs> you literally missed Overwatch. You, just, you missed your.
1: I missed the entire placements. last season. Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't, never did placements last season, and I kept on like saying I was going to do it this weekend, and I'm going to hook up with my brother this weekend at Sekiro. Just got rid. Mm-hmm. Of it. And then, as you'll recall, Sekiro ruined other games for me. It did. There were a bunch of, There were I forget what I forget what they were, but I... Oh, yeah, there were two... Katana Zero. Katana Zero and Cuphead.
0: Cuphead you wouldn't have liked anyway, though, because... And I
1: just found both of them kind of meh after the wonderful swordplay of Sekiro. And the fact that after Sekiro, I'm loving Days Gone speaks well of Days Gone, I feel. But they have very little in common. Very, very little in common. And, um, okay, <clears throat> here's my biggest problem with Days Gone. We will now sit in silence for thirty seconds. Now there's a point to this, and for the listener, it's going to suck, and for us, it's going to suck. We're going to be bored. I'm going to occupy the time with lighting a cigarette, but for you, this is just going to be terrible. So here we go. We're going to, I'm just going to reset this timer here. Thirty seconds of silence, starting now.
2: Who knows the Jeopardy
1: thing? Okay, that's not silence. <laughs> okay, stop. 30 seconds.
0: You're not going to not gonna get us to shut up. Okay, okay, I'll do it. 30 seconds of silence. I promise. 30 seconds of silence. I'll do it. Starting for silence.
1: We're barely halfway there. <laughs> yep. Incidentally, i invest in solid-state
2: drives.
1: (laughs) That's 30 seconds. Now, I'm sure you'll agree, that was uncomfortable. It was. (laughs) It was boring. Mm -hmm. And when you start up Days Gone, you can look forward to that times six. What? Before you start playing the game.
0: Holy shit!
1: That's five minutes. No, uh, 30 seconds times six is three minutes. Three minutes, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. So so now that's uh, that's the initial load time before we get into the game that, okay well first of all there's an initial load of about a minute and thirty seconds, and then you can select to continue your game Holy and then crap. there's an additional load oh, of about a minute and oh thirty my seconds
0: gosh
1: so there it and but the thing is here 's the thing that is my biggest complaint with the game okay there are some little design things that that seem kind of weird like weird choices like um like on your, you, you've got, to, you got you know, your weapon wheel, and you craft things through the weapon wheel, kind of like, uh, I think that's how it was done in... Um, Far Cry does that. Well, I think that's how it was done in The Last of Us. Mm. And when you have all the items to craft a thing in your weapon wheel, all those items show up next to the item you want to craft. If you don't have the items to craft it, the list of items you need to craft it don't appear next to the item you want to craft. At first, I thought it didn't even show it at all. No, it just shows it in a different part of the menu that you're not looking at. Like, it's just, like, there's there's a few dumb little choices, but the gist of it, and I'm really surprised to be saying this, I'm really surprised that I feel this way, actually, about it, would you like to play an Open World The Last of Us? Kind Is that what it is? Okay. That's what it feels like to me. Now, here's the problem. The combat is not nearly as good.
2: See, that's, that's where you got me.
1: The combat becomes, uh, re- like the, the stealth is actually fairly decent. Um, the actual hitting a dude, it only feels good because, because of the, the animations, basically. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like really, really like brutal like it actually did in The Last of Us, where there's a real snap every time you hit the button. Um, it really doesn't feel like that. The, like, the shooting. Not like a kill, but you have taken a life. Yeah, like it's, there, there's a real brutality to it, mostly through the animation. Um, What does feel really good in terms of gameplay... First of all, you may have heard in reviews that fighting hordes is fun. It's fucking crazy. It's awesome. It's really cool. It is is tense as fuck. You are scared. You are going to die. You are going to lose your shit. And when you don't die, and you outsmart these stupid fucking zombies and you wipe a hundred of them with the meager kit that you have, it feels amazing. It feels fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like you are taking advantage of the environment. There's usually explosive barrels around when there's a horde around. Uh, Last night I was cruising down a highway, and I look up and suddenly there is a horde of like a hundred in front of me. And I'm like, oh my god! So I immediately peel off to the side, and I just drive away, and like ten of them break off from the group and start chasing me. The rest of them don't even hear the bike. Um, and I, I go off a jump, I drive it but another 50 yards and then I come back sneaky on foot and I sneak up on the 10 who chased after me and I s- stealth kill like three of them. I fight the other seven and then I look at the horde. The horde are now walking around a lake altogether in a great big herd. So I sneak up behind them and I get into some tall grass about 15 yards away. And then I throw um, an attractor, like a thing that just makes a sound. And it goes, wah, 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 and it goes for like 10 seconds. And I throw that into the grass uh, a little bit up the beach from the lake. And the whole horde converges on it. So I throw a Molotov in there. They have Hmm? no idea where I am because I'm in the grass. (laughs) So I throw a pipe bob in there. And bodies are just going, (laughs) going (laughs) everywhere. And so at the end of the day, I end up just like, I end up running away from the last bit who who tracked me down to the grass and I come back a few minutes later and I'm just picking up all these zombie ears that you cash into various camps for cash. The world is kind of interesting because it's not like I'm making money and now I have a ton of money that I can go spend wherever. What the deal is, is there's a, there's like a weird hippie religious camp nearby where the game starts. As you go further west, there's basically a slave labor camp. Where if you work, you eat, but no one, but a lot of people like running away from this place, and you're not sure why, because it's never, it's never explicitly said. Uh, to the far south, there's what appears to be a really more capable camp, but I haven't really touched that yet. In the eastern camp, there was an amazing story where uh, someone had just seen what they thought was a kid in a nearby town, but that's impossible. It's been over two years since the outbreak. There can't be just be a kid running around. So, I go to this town, I clear this entire town, and at the edge of the town, in a house uh, that's kind of like, you know, there's a secret way to get in, I find this, like, uh, I'd put her at like between 12 and 15 year old girl.
0: It's Clementine.
1: It's kind of Clementine, yeah. But, Sweet. <laughs> and, Does she have uh, one
0: leg? Because then it really is Clementine. <laughs> no,
1: she has two legs. Okay. But she wants to stay in town because her parents are going to come back. It's been over two years since the outbreak. Uh,
0: okay, yeah.
1: So. Uh, I'm like, you know what? There's this lady. Uh, there's this lady Tucker nearby. She's a real nice lady. She'll take care of you. This is the. This is the. Pr- this is the labor camp, by the way. Mm. So I take her back to Tucker. Now Tucker apparently knew this girl in the before time. Actually knew her family. Really cares about this girl. So I'm like, okay, she's gonna be okay. Next time I go back, wow, the girl is not happy. Mm. And you really feel for this girl. I feel like I put her in this camp and it sounds like she's being abused, but no one has actually said anything that would lead me to believe that she's upset about anything other than being ex- expected to work. So whatever, you know, I go off and I do other missions. Okay, here's the point. In terms of currency, I can do jobs for that religious guy's camp and that earns me respect and credits at that camp. When I walk into another camp, if I haven't worked for them, I have no money.
2: That's kind of neat. Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, so every idea.
1: little culture is its own thing. So I go off and I do some other jobs and then I get a call on the radio. Tucker has a job for me. wants me to swing by. So I swing by. Well, uh, there was, there was an attack by a group called the, uh, the Rippers. Now, Rippers are motherfuckers. Rippers are the reasons why my partner, Boozer, is currently fighting for his life because, uh, we we were going after a bike part early in the game, and he got jumped by this these rippers. Now the rippers worship the uh, the free, the zombies. They think mm-hmm. this is God's wrath and this is God's plan. So they they will never attack a freaker, but they will attack other people. And so they jump Boozer and held him down. And in order to kind of purify him through pain, they're all fucking scarred up and disgusting. They take a blowtorch to his arm. And they give him massive third-degree burns all over his arm. And the entire first act of the game has been trying to, first of all, get my bike put back together, because it was destroyed, obviously, naturally, and get enough uh, get enough medical supplies for Boozer to live. And Boozer just keeps on refusing treatment and getting worse and worse and worse. It's really depressing. So rippers are not good.
2: Mm-hmm. They're
1: They're mean motherfuckers. And basically, if they catch you, they're going to start cutting you up until you convert to them. And if you don't convert, they'll just keep on cutting you until you die. I mention this because the Rippers kidnapped a little girl. Uh, And then as as I get the mission and I'm riding off to help her, the name of the mission as it hovers in the cop corner was, What Did They Do?
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Your heart is
1: just, your heart is wrenching for this poor thing. So you clear this camp, you you go up to find this ripper camp. These guys are all fucking psychopaths. It's a hard fight. You, you fight your way through this camp. You finally get to Lisa, you cut her free and she will look very, very cool once these have all healed into scars. Uh, but at the moment it looks incredibly painful <laughs> and, um, and you just feel, and you just feel so bad for having put her in this position. You told her she'd be safe in that camp. Um, you put her on your bike. And you go okay. So I'm not going to take you to Tucker back to Tucker's. Okay, I'm going to take you somewhere else. And all she says is, "I hated Mrs. Tucker." You just feel so, like she's not even concerned that she just got her face cut up. She doesn't want to go back to this abusive fucking prison lady. So I end up so so like the story just rolls. And so the point is, the story is really good. It starts really yeah, slow. it's it not
2: is, beating you over the head of what happened to her.
1: No, it is a slow burn. And you you do care about this girl. You do feel responsible for her because not only did you save her, you told her she'd be better off at Tucker's. She was not better off at Tucker's. This is a um, good dilemma. Yes. Did you, you have a choice about no, where to take her? No, no.
0: It, it was driven. It's story. No, okay, it's, it's very okay. story
1: driven. You told uh, her to fine. stay at Tucker's when she complained, and then she gets kidnapped by the Rippers. So then you take her to this other camp, and I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. You take her to this other camp that is actually a much better camp. And very quickly, she is sent out on a supply run just to, you know, gather supplies with a couple other people. The other people came back, she did not. Mm. And that's where it's left right now. And here's the thing, that's not the end of her story, I know it, because every single individual character in the game has their own story... Listed in like a story tab. And I can tell how far I am through each story. Each one keeps filling up as I progress it. It's really interesting. I've got like almost a dozen going on right now. And they're all that rich. They're all that interesting. Um she is well okay, I don't think they're all that rich. Uh she is definitely the one that stands out. The Lisa story is fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, all the best side quests are short stories. Yes, and this this it's it's sad and beautiful and yeah, wonderful. That's now, a
2: good short story.
1: The way it feels like The Last of Us is there's a lot of. Last of Us was very tactical in terms of the combat. This is tactical too, but it's tactical in terms of like positioning and timing. It's less tactical in terms of manipulating the enemy AI. Like there's all kinds of stealth components, and the stealth is actually quite robust. It's pretty good. But again, the feel of the gunplay. It kind of tries to go last of us where there's like sway and you've got to Mm. wait for the reticle to close before you take a shot. And you and you do have a little bit of bullet time that you can activate, but if you actually use it to go slow time, bang, 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 that's it. You're done. You're you're (laughs) out of slow-mo. So what you want to do is aim your shot, get it near the guy's head, slow time for an instant. Bang! Headshot. Stop it. So now you still have some left. Um how it feels like The Last of Us really is, is in the pacing of it, where you're slowly picking your way through this world, um, doing it while well, you're sneaking most of the time, and just kind of picking your way through a really hostile environment, um, collecting things to survive, cobbling together shit so that when the shit gets real... You just go nuts on these things. And right now, I'm specced almost completely into melee combat, so I deal all kinds of damage with a, a spiked baseball bat that I have. So I really enjoyed that Penny Arcade the other day. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of amazed with how much I'm enjoying it.
0: So what is the main character's name again? Deacon St. John. <laughs> yes, and his friend's is. name is?
1: Uh, Boozer. Boozer, okay. Mm.
0: And the bad guy's names are?
1: Uh, well rippers freakers freak well freak okay the zombies are freakers Fre- freakers is, but there's all kinds of different bad guys like there's there's um, but you said there's also rippers yeah the rippers are a cult they're like a cult mm. group um so then there's the uh, there's uh, there's other drifters like me who are just kind of mercenaries um there's uh there's what are, what are there's ambushers who you'll be driving <laughs> along and suddenly um us uh, you can see a sniper's uh, laser on you And then, boom, you are shot off your bike. And the bike can be repaired with scrap. Uh, I think maybe you might need a skill to do it. Uh, Your melee weapon can be repaired with scrap if you have the skills for it. So you're always, like, opening up cars to get scrap out of them, opening up um, um, the hood of a car. Um... You need gas for the bike, and that sounds really annoying. It hasn't been annoying. It's just been like a consideration that you have to be conscious of, and it just kind of adds a little layer of survival. Of survival. If you
0: survival. run out of gas and have to walk back to town, uh-huh. do you have to walk back to your bike?
1: Um, yeah. Like you, But what you can do is you can like push the bike. You know how you walk alongside holding the handlebars? Yeah. You can do that. But I've been playing this game, I'd say, five or six hours so far. I've never had to do that because it's always fairly intuitive where you can find a gas can. And it's never okay. let me down.
0: All right. All yeah. right.
1: It's just something to be conscious of. It's, uh, I, I yeah, I, I really like it. I really like it. It's not perfect. I it's would
2: pay half price, price for it.
1: If, if you can hold this up next to Horizon and, uh, God of War and Sekiro, like if, if someone were to say, hey, hey man, what I'm looking, need an awesome game for my PS4 right now. What do I need to buy? You need to buy Sekiro. You do. You need to go yeah. out and pay like you know whatever ca- Sekiro costs in <laughs> your part of the world and like play Um But it, this doesn't feel like how to put it. It is. It is AAA. It really is. It's just. It's just AAA with a lot of little little things you wish were different. <laughs> like,
2: you know, they're a professional basketball team, but they don't really ever play. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, no. Which is
0: hard to do because in the NBA every fucking team goes to the playoffs. But anyway. <laughs> no, five of them don't, I don't think. <laughs> and the playoffs still take like 3 months. Yes, they do. Anyway. Sorry. So I'm
1: I'm not I'm not disappointed in the asking price at all. I'm disappointed that those initial reviews were so negative. And they were really I don't know that they were all that negative. But just that seven, you know, that seven on Metacritic was enough that when I go to the Penny Arcade forums, there's, like, me and two other people talking about this. And one of them was one of, like, the top posters in the Sekiro thread. So me and this other person just blitzed through Sekiro, and now we're both on Days Gone. And there's, like, we're really, like, the only two people in there talking about it. It's it's fucking sad because it's good. Murder. This is good.
0: But the, the, there's it's there's two things working against it. One, yeah, it's, it's got those mediocre reviews, and two, it's just straight up zombie fatigue. No. People are tired of zombies as a mechanic, and no, it doesn't I matter that Days true. Gone does it differently. I think
1: this would have totally done a lot better. better. If that's it came not. came out like three It's years not. Ago. If that yes. were fucking true, uh, no one would have been happy about the Metal Resident, uh, Evil. Resident Evil reboot. I wouldn't be hyped about Days Gone too. Well, but Resident or Evil has, 2, has, Night has
0: Night pedigree and, and nostalgia behind it, whereas Days Gone is like,
1: really another zombie one? No, zombies are still cool, man. Zombies are still cool. No,
0: but, I, I, but that's also why Last of Us 2. Have you seen a clicker yet in any of the trailers for Last mm, of Us 2? No. No. You haven't. Because that's not what Last of Us 2 is going to be about.
1: We don't know that yet. I mean, I'm sure they'll yeah. be around. They're still part That'll of the
0: will They'll be around, but it's going to be about people. It's going to be clickers about Clicker's
2: for like the second thing you saw in the la- the first Last of Us trailers.
1: That is true. So the clicker's going for Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for the listener, if you've played State of Decay, last week I was talking about how it kind of looks like State of Decay and how State of Decay got similar scores, it feels a lot like State of Decay. The only thing it doesn't have um, that State of Decay had is cars. Cars and a robust, like, uh, kind of like camp building mechanic is what State of Decay was all about. But the the pacing of going into a town and slowly clearing a building and, and just getting supplies out of it and sneaking up on enemies and, and oh shit, a bunch are coming, I gotta get the fuck out of here. It feels very much like that. It feels very much like kind of like the exploration and slow pace of The Last of Us. And in terms of gameplay... What is really fun, and I wasn't expecting this, is the bike. Hmm, the bike is fun to drive. It feels really good. It feels like, like you really, you really do get the sense of like, um, I don't know, angling it on the ground and angling it up curves. Like it really feels, there's something very physical about the way the bike moves across the landscape. Um, I really wasn't expecting the best playing aspect of the game to be the bike. That's what it hmm. is. The yeah. bike feels really cool.
0: So where you're going with this is, if in, in baseball terms, if Spider-Man was an out-of-the-park home run and God of War was a triple, this is like a single? Maybe in the park double? It slides in the second base?
1: This, this reminds me of the time that Bill Schwartzman won more goal points than the other guy and won that thing. <laughs> and by that I mean, I don't know what those fucking analogies mean.
0: Come on, okay. I'm making sports Never analogies for baseball. Like
1: a, a triple sounds like it's better than a home run. I, yeah. I,
0: I, 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 if you ask a lot of players, it can be. It's more exciting, but a home run is a foregone conclusion. You hit that, that sumbitch out of the park. That's what um, Spider-Man did. And they, God of War almost got there.
1: Okay, what this is, is it is a really good uh, game that deserves a sequel, is what it is. Oh, yeah. uh, no. And, and I think the analogy I put on the blog was was perfect, was comparing, this is this is Dead Island.
2: Oh no. And
1: this team needs to make dying light. What this uh. is is a is a really nice, cool, fun, interesting 7 out of 10. To me it's a 7.5. And okay. the presentation okay. definitely pushes it because the presentation is quite good. But it's a really fun 7. Um it's it's fun but it's it's not fun in the like ooh, let's go kick the shit out of zombies fun. It's fun in the um, in the state of decay, The Last of Us kind of way. It's 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 fun,
0: involving, and, engrossing.
1: It is, yeah. It is very involving. It is constantly tense it's constantly tense even when you're just cruising along on the bike shit can happen if a freaker is just too close to your bike on the road it will knock you off and if there's five more around that freaker you're about to have a problem huh? um you'll you know there'll be tw- trip wires laid across the road for ambushes you'll have plenty these fucking snipers ambushing you um you always have to be on your toes because the world is trying to kill you and it's good at it. Um, so when you and
0: you're sp- riding around a motorcycle without a helmet.
1: That's right. So awesome. When, so when <laughs> you survive, it's really cool. And the character of Deacon, um, I didn't give a shit about this guy in every single trailer. Like he just did not seem interesting to me at all. Um, the, then the last couple trailers, they started talking about his wife that he knew before the outbreak, and they're trying to show us a bunch of trailers about how that's important. I didn't give a shit about any of it. Having experienced it in game, Deacon is a knight of this new world. He is the guy who goes out uh, where no one else will go and does things that no one else will do in the name of what's right. And he isn't even conscious of that yet. He thinks he's uh, he's just trying to survive. But we can see the morality in him, and we can see it kind of taking hold. Um, the relationship with his wife is actually really endearing. Um, I'm really enjoying the story. I'm enjoying the story way more than I thought I would. Hmm. It's there. There's a lot to like about this game. I don't. I don't want to recommend that anyone should wait on it. Frankly, I think if you're interested in it, definitely go out and check it out. It's good. It's a good game. Just like Dead Island was a really good game. The fun factor is in a completely different direction, but the quality is similar. I'll give up a lot for a good story. I will play this. Well, okay, let me get to the end, because everyone I've read who's gotten to the end and then reacts to the reviews says, wow, these reviewers did not play through the game if that's what they think of Deacon St. John. Because apparently he becomes a super fucking interesting character, and you really care about uh, where he ends up. So I'm hyped. I'm hyped to continue on with it. In fact, I think just, just as I was... When I, w- I wanted to test the load time so I could complain about it. So just before the podcast, I started up a game and I finally have, uh, I finally have the credits. I think I finally have the credits to get a nitro boost on my bike, which will allow me to jump into these. Um, there's like these old medical facilities that were set up shortly after the outbreak from this company that was nearby or something and I'm pretty sure your wife worked for the company that's created the outbreak. <laughs> um, <and laughs>
0: She's still alive, and you know it. She's going to be a villain. You're going to have to fight her. So, what have you played?
2: I, unfortunately, played it in a bunch of Borderlands 2 again. That's and fine. I apologize. No, I mean, it's... No.
0: I keep
2: finding hidden depth to it. I'm now switching through characters I haven't touched in like three or four years, and they're feeling good. It's All just... Right. It's a... It's like putting on an old pair of jeans. You're like, you know what? I miss these jeans. It's I don't know why fate. I kept them in the closet for so long. <laughs> but
0: it's you're wearing just, you them know, in different ways, in different yeah, ensembles.
2: I'm surviving by myself in level 50, which is something I could not do.
0: Wow! Well, because you've, you've lived with the game. you figured it out.
2: Well, no, I just, I, I think yeah, I said it like the other week. Like, just Destiny 2 taught me how to play online shooters, which is just get good, man. <laughs> and now I have gotten good. And there's also a, 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 a configure for the DualShock 5 or 4 that's just like, hey, you know how it feels to play you know, with a mouse? Here's that with the joystick on your controller. Have fun how is that it.
0: possible?
2: It's just a little more accurate. A okay. little bit. So it doesn't okay. feel like, you know, an aimbot, but it's just a little bit easier to play with the controller.
0: See, it, it 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 blows my mind that given the choice between mouse and keyboard and a controller, that you're actually choosing controller.
2: I like the uh, vibration. I like the feedback.
0: Mm, okay. And
2: um, Borderlands does a lot of, has a lot of fun shit to do with the rumble, actually. They Why has there of...
0: never been a vibrating mouse?
2: I don't know. That just seems... It would make, your desk would make awful noises.
0: That's true. It would be vibrating against your desk. Yeah, when you leave your phone
2: (laughs) down, what is it like? Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Mine totally does that because I've got like a big metal plate in the back of mine to stick it to a, to a holder in my car so I can use the GPS so it doesn't lay flat. And if you leave it sitting on a hard surface, it rattles. You can hear it from across the house. Awful. Yeah. Thankfully it'll come off when I have to. Um, so we're Mm. gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna save. SteamWorld. I started playing Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. And the best thing I can say about it so far is it's just kind of more Far Cry 5. And Far Cry 5, until it got to the end, was actually not bad. Yeah? For kind of an open-world, resource-driven shooter. It still functions decently enough as a shooter. Visually, it's still interesting. It's got a lot of nice callbacks to 5. I mean, it it, it takes place, I want to say at least 20 years after 5, Okay. because it opens up with the bombs falling, and then people live underground for a while, and the environment recovers enough, that people come out, and they're starting to rebuild, and then the, the two twins that you've seen on the cover, or the box art for this, show up with a gang of bad guys, and are starting to kill people off. So it's it's been at least 20 years since Far Cry 5. So everything has fallen into a very beautiful disrepair, it's that's like there's flowers on everything just because it looks kinda nice. Yeah, I like the that. the one of the very first things you run into is the the um preservation center where the bear from Far Cry five was. So in Far Cry five, one of your companions could be a bear. Cheeseburger the bear was his name. And the first thing you run into is this center. Where they tried to tame another bear after the bombs, and it it didn't work. And this bear is a bastard; yeah. <laughs> he takes up many many rounds to fight. Um, so it, it's still Far Cry. It's it's not bad. Uh Joseph Seed is still around. You haven't seen him yet, but they talk about him. You like, pick up a note and say they say don't go north, because Joseph Seed is still around. So the Seed Clan is still there, and 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 his guys are still out there, kind of you know making things, things bad. But the bad guys in this one, it's a new group of mercenaries. It's kind of a Mad Max thing. It's like half the world decided, yes, we're going to actually try to rebuild, rebuild society. And, and then the other half were like, you know what, fuck this. We're just going to go Mad Max. And that's what the twins are. And you can always tell where they are because every time they have a camp taken over, they play music really, really loud. And you can hear it from, you know, quite a ways away. And I'll tell you, there's, there's nothing that makes me want to kill people more than playing D. Atwood loud. (laughs) (laughs) When I hear fatty boom boom, I'm going to kill whoever is playing that goddamn music, no matter how many of them there are. So it gives you a great incentive to kill these people because their musical taste is awful.
2: Um, Well, they didn't, they didn't grow up in society. They don't have, they,
0: they don't 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 understand that D. Atwood is, is, is a a pox. They are a pox. Mm -hmm. So. Aside from just being Far Cry, there are a couple interesting new mechanics where you, first of all, if you, if you take over a camp, you have the option to basically strip and abandon the camp and then attack it again. So it just gives you in the gameplay an option to redo these things. It's kind of the long game, or maybe end game ideas, where if you, if you strip the camp and reattack it, you gain more petrol. Petrol is kind of like the, the currency that you use to unlock other things. So
2: literally, Mad Max.
0: Yeah, it was, less, yeah, literally it is. And, and I made the mistake of doing this before I had leveled up any of my stuff. Like I had, I hadn't leveled up anything in my home camp, so I, I couldn't build any better weapons. So I'm like, how bad can it be? I, I attempt to level this up, and suddenly, I can't stealth kill anybody, because they're all too powerful. And they all have at least twice the health as they did before. <laughs> so, and I had to get this camp bank, camp back, because it was my only piece, and my only location to fast travel to. Anywhere, so I had to get it back. So anybody who's playing Far Cry New Dawn, this is kind of after the fact. Don't reset any of the camps until you have better weapons because it was it's bad. It's a bad idea.
2: But see, that was kind of the trouble I had with Borderlands too. Like, holy shit! Now everyone's got twice as much health and they're healing all the time. What the fuck? What the fuck?
0: The the difference was is that I, I I didn't I couldn't even craft weapons good enough to keep up. Ugh. So I, I had to completely cheese it and, like, kill one guy, run away, wait for the alarm to go down. Kill another guy, run away, wait for the alarm to go down. So uh, now that I've learned that lesson, I will not be resetting any of the camps anytime soon because I don't need to right now. Thank you very much.
1: So this is Far Cry New Dawn? It's Far
0: Cry New Dawn, yeah, yeah. And But apart from that, it's 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 just Far Cry. It's not nearly as good as Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal was kind of, are kind of in between Far Cry, between 4 and 5. And Primal had a much more interesting twist and better characters and a better world, and you could have a goddamn saber-toothed tiger with you all the time. That no, was cool. That Whereas was awesome. this, yeah. Whereas this is pretty much okay. Far Cry plus twenty years, and please forget that Rage Two is coming out.
1: Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, that was my one question about this one: is how are the companions?
0: Uh, I only have had one so far. I, I played. I played one. I played. I've only played like three hours. And I've only got one, and she's she's fine so far. You're 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 teamed up with someone who was actually born after the bombs fell because it's been like twenty years since the end of Far Cry Five, and you're with her just because she knows the area. But there are other a lot more you can unlock, including a dog. But there's actually a feral pig you can get. I totally want the pig.
1: Are you are you the same deputy? Are you the same no. deputy? Oh. No, no,
0: no, you're not.
2: Uh, there's a theory that there's a silent companion that may be that guy. The deputy.
0: mm Hmm. Ah, hmm. uh, there's a skin you can unlock through the UPlay points. That's just called the Rook, hmm. which is what they called you in the first one. Yeah. But you are a new character. The way the way it begins is that you are part of the society that has like rebuilt. They have succeeded. They have a society with like solar power, and I mean, and they are like modern, but they're not dying. Oh, that and very they interesting. Get a, actually, they get attacked by the twins, and they're D atward listening, Mad Max wannabe, X Games watching people who I want to kill all the time. They get attacked by them and taken over. So, this character, I can't remember her name, but this character finds out about a traveling group that have been traveling around the- by train but t- from settlement to settlement helping them rebuild. The good guys basically. The people with the skills to rebuild towns, to set them up with like water purification and and all sorts of like modernish things. So she goes off to find them. And she does. She gets on the train with them and they're coming to hope to like, take care of it, and the twins, the twins blow the train up Ugh. and kill everybody except your character and then like the one character who knows how to build a specific thing. So right now, the whole point is rescuing that, that guy. And your character is silent, nameless. The very beginning, you choose which gender you are. I mean, he's, he's basically a nobody. He's Gordon Freeman, but, but mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. So it, it's fine. As a shooter, it's fine. It's okay.
1: Oh. It's, it's, that's a complaint about Days Gone. Mm-hmm. Is uh the shooting is designed to be kind of like The Last of Us where there's weapon sway and the closing reticle. Problem being, the AI is not smart enough to make that work. Mm-hmm. Because the AI will like start coming towards you and then jerk ninety degrees to the side because it's pathfinding fucked up and then come towards you again. And it's not like it just did like a dodge animation or something it's just kind of shitty ai <laughs> or just just, just the pathfinding on it is kind of fucked up um but I'm sorry go on
0: no that's that's all I got for far cry I've, I've played one evening of it and it's fine it, it it it's going to provide a perfect kind of counterpoint to the other game I'm playing right now the end of the podcast last week we were talking about steamworld Steam World quest quest which I had honestly forgotten existed until you mentioned it because it's on Switch and I don't pay attention to releases on Switch because they come out in such vast amount and so many of them are just shit that I rely frankly on you to remind me when good things are coming out on Switch.
1: Oh, I got I got my finger on the pulse.
0: So I bought it like immediately. Podcast was done, I downloaded it the next day when it came out. I didn't play it for a couple of days because I was just busy. And then I fired it up like over lunch. And holy shit, I never, I I don't need Slay the Spire anymore. What, What does that mean? It, it it means it scratches the same itch but it's not nearly as abusive.
2: Yeah, it is abusive. If you don't get the right cards at the right time, you're
0: fucked. Yes. So Slay the Spire relies heavily on getting the right cards at the right time, but you can't guarantee. You can't guarantee it and you're 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 limited. Like you 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 win a battle and you've got 3 cards to choose from. And you need to start building immediately. And if you get screwed, you get screwed. Mm-hmm. Whereas in SteamWorld Quest, it's not a roguelike. So things you earn, you keep. And it allows you Mm. to actually build a strategy or build a deck without being constantly afraid of losing everything and starting over. So yes, it is a card-based, turn-based RPG. Each character is represented by eight cards. That's all each character can bring in. And you can have three active characters in your party. So you have 24 cards. That's it. There are three kinds of cards. Regular attack cards, which are free to play. Buffs, which are free to play. And skills, which require steam. You have a steam gauge that builds up across the top. Playing regular attacks and buffs build up steam. Skills remove steam. So you need to balance in your deck cards that generate steam versus cards that remove steam. So you've got that balance right there. It feels kinda like building your mana curve in magic where you need like, okay, I right away I want to play some free stuff and then two turns later I want to drop my fork steam cost cards on you just because that does the damage. Mm-hmm. Alex had mentioned last week that there are combos where if you have the same character's cards three in a row, you get a fourth card that plays automatically. That's a great effect. You need those. Your starting party is a, a female knight, the a green guy who's kinda like a monk, and then an alchemist. The Alchemists, when you use three of her attacks in a row, puts up a mana barrier on all three characters, which is basically a shield in Overwatch Mm -hmm. that just gives you an extra 40-odd hit points that gets taken off first. You need that. So those combos are incredibly important. There are also synergies between the characters, where if you play one card by the knight, and you play a card by the monk after that, it does more damage. So you need to build this deck with all three characters in mind so they all kind of work together. Now, at not but being a roguelike...
1: Theoretically, if you wanted to, could you have 24 cards that were all the knight?
0: No. Oh, okay. No. Each character could only bring eight.
1: Okay. But you could only, like, you have to bring eight of this character, eight of that character, eight of this yes. character. Yes. Okay. Yes. But
2: you would focus on building specific decks for each character.
0: True. And what you could do... What I have not done yet... my Right now, all three of my characters are, are, are built kind of evenly. We're half, half steam generating, half steam using. Technically, you could build a character that's there just to generate steam and another character just to use steam. So you could have literally a battery character and then an attack character after that. I don't know if I have the cards to do that quite yet. I might eventually, but you know, it's growing. The point is, it, it's constantly giving you cards to allow you to build, to build strategies. And because it's not a roguelike and you're not dying every Fucking five minutes. It gives you the freedom to experiment. I'm gonna throw this card in there for the next battle, and see if it works. Oh shit, it didn't work. I nearly died. I'm gonna take that out and put the other one back in, or try a different category. So it does not punish you like Slay the Spire was for making a mistake. It allows you to experiment, make a mistake, and come back and live. And I'm playing it on normal now. You know, maybe if I actually enjoy this enough, I'll come back and play it on a harder difficulty level. And where you can't make these same kind of mistakes. So it's a much more forgiving atmosphere than Slay the Spire is. There are problems, though, is that it almost becomes too complicated when it starts adding more characters. You can only have three active characters at a time. Right now I have five in the party. And I don't have the money or the resources to build cards for all five. So I need to pick, basically, my three mains and deal with that... Mm -hmm. And then hope they don't die. So it, in, it's in almost characters by- like perma They don't perma die, but if they get low enough on health and you're too far away from a safe point, you need to swap somebody else in uh. just so you have a full party. I've only had that happen once, thankfully, but it's ramping up. The difficulty is is ramping up. I I fought a dragon today. That. Whooped my ass. I barely squeaked out of there. So I need to kind of reevaluate how my decks are going versus heal versus attack versus everything else. So it's, um, I, I'm, I'm having, it's, it's so much fun that I was dreaming about cards last night. It's just, it, and it's got that same kind of infectious steam world look to it that the previous ones did. Mm-hmm. I mean, the SteamWorld games have never been gorgeous-looking. They're not vanillaware games, but they look fine. But they're they're okay-looking. And they're always
1: interesting to look at.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've, it's the same robot-based thing where everyone's a robot, but they all look, you know, look interesting. The, the main bad guy you've run into so far is like a unicycle robot, but his head is a bird cage, and there's a bird in the cage. And the bird is controlling the whole robot. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, but then you run into straight-up dragons that, that you've had to fight so far, because this is kind of a Middle Ages thing. So... For the listener, you know, if you if you enjoyed the dragon, robot
2: dragon are
1: or a dragon. No, no,
0: just dragon dragon. Oh, okay. He's just a dragon. Yeah. He was wearing a hat, but yeah. he's just a dragon. What kind of hat? Kind of like a top hatish thing. It was so, pretty cool, actually. I know. So
1: I'm I'm I can't I i can not i can not accept that any dapper dragon is just a dragon.
0: No, he was pretty dapper. <laughs> he also like spit acid, so that was a bad time. Mm. Uh I have found that status effects are kind of the way to go, because if I get a character bleeding and poisoned, they're hemorrhaging like 200 points a turn, 200 hit points a turn, which is pretty good. <laughs> so I'm not saying that there's ways to break it, but there are definite, definite advantages to, to certain skills over other skills, which is fine. I mean, I don't mind that. I've, you know, I'm figuring that out as we go. Um, it's, it's just fun and the switch is the perfect place for it. I've tried playing it big, like on the TV. And it looks fine, but I actually prefer it when I just play like a chapter or two, and then I turn it, then I put it down and I do something else, and maybe I pick up a chapter again later. So it's 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 wonderful. I mean, what's the name of this company again? You mentioned it in email. Image,
1: image and form.
0: Yeah, image and form. Uh, there's only one of these that I didn't play, which is Steam World Heist. Heist.
1: Heist, Heist was okay. It was it was like a 2D riff on um, Xcom basically. Yeah. Except, okay, that's except, why I didn't play that. Except you yeah. actually had to aim every shot and you could do like crazy bang shots off walls into guys heads. It was pretty cool.
2: There's hmm. a two-dimensional wanted, but like and I found like two critics that really like it. There's a bunch of critics that yeah. really like it.
0: And and Dig 1 and 2 were fine. They were good yeah, metroidvanias, they're a little fun. on the simple side, but they were good. They are fun. So it's like these guys have have found a way to make these really well-polished fun 8 out of 10s.
1: And they they release like one a year, it seems. Yeah. In the amount yeah. of time that they have released SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Heist, and SteamWorld Quest, um, Drinkbox took that time to make Guacamelee 2.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, they're a better studio. No.
0: They're sp- certainly a more consistent mm-hmm. studio.
1: Um i feel like I feel like it 's worth mentioning Steamworld Quest is currently at a seventy nine on metacritic
0: that feels a little low, but I read some of the reviews and they're talking about difficulty spikes ah. it's possible that my team, my time with slay the spire has allowed me to kind of read into this card thing and realize this works, this doesn't work, what do I need, what do I not need. This is why regen is better than a straight heal because it's heal over time. This is why status effects works. Yeah, exactly. You you get a heal, but you don't have to waste an action next turn because you can only play, usually you can only play three cards per turn Hmm. unless there's a specific skill that went off the previous turn that lets you play an extra one. But three is all you get. There is a nice discard function, so if you get a if you get a shitty hand, you can discard up to twice.
2: Yeah, this this sounds like Battle Chases with cards, and I love it.
0: Yeah, it it, it's it it it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Did
1: you play Battle Chases?
0: I did not. I should have. It's really good.
1: Have. It is. It's solid. Yeah, but I mean,
0: I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't need Slay the Spire anymore. This is more fun. I'm not going to say th- I will say well, it for Splay me. The Spire it's better. Is
1: more. And it's better looking.
0: Oh, it's absolutely better looking. Yeah, I, critics, some critics are like
2: praising the visual design of Slay the Spire. I'm like, guys, no. no. No.
0: No, 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 no.
2: I like the, I like the clockwork, clockwork, uh, wooden robot, but that's it.
0: Yeah. No, these guys, it's the same kind of like multiple sp- Sprites making up one big sprite, kind of yeah, clunkiness in the animation, just
2: like bending it like with yeah. click by click. And yeah, just, but yeah. It, but it, it it
0: looks fine. The animation is it's it's there. It's not the most important thing. It's visually fine. It's, it's so much of it's it's just fun. It just makes you feel good while you're running through it. And when it gets when it gets a little tense, you know, and you finish, it feels it does feel good for that. I haven't lost a fight yet.
1: I'll be right My, back.
0: It's it's super weird because. The knight character, who does the most damage, right now actually has the least hit points. So she's kind of a glass cannon. She actually has attacks that damage her. But they're worth it because they do so much more damage. So I figured out there's a balance for that where she's got a buff that will raise her strength and heal her a, a little bit. So you buff herself, then you use the attack that hurts herself but does more damage... And and when you do the math, you come out ahead. Just barely.
2: See, there has gotta be a way to use this to, to teach kids math.
0: It, it's either it's it's math or it's 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 just it's it's cause and effect and being able to hold multiple variables in your head yeah. at the same time across multiple characters. Imagine
2: imagine a Fortnite for algebra. <laughs> oh god. Never but like a for like a Magic Gathering for algebra. No,
0: magic is algebra. That's magic right. is. I mean, okay, magic is algebra. SteamWorld Quest is math. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is chess versus checkers here. I, I will not disparage the the level of thought required for okay. magic. Uh, I I'm not nearly that good. I just did kind you, of uh, did I buy you see cards. That thing play about the
2: fun. guy using copy cards. Proxies. Yeah, or something like he was. He was like stacking his deck or something
0: hmm see i've seen that it's that's never allowed in like the official sanctioned tournaments but i've seen people do that for like no no really i own this card i just want to use it in my deck because it's worth 20 bucks like oh you know what i'll give you that but i don't really play in those circles i just kind of play with friends once in a while so it's not
1: that big of a deal so what are we talking about playing with friends
0: uh we 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 were we basically said that if, if we we out, Alex brought up magic I like, magic is algebra Steamworld is kind of math it's that ah, chess versus yeah. checkers kind of a thing
1: Yeah Steamworld is just kind of like a it's never too complicated it's just kind of chicken soup it's comforting it's It nice. is it's pleasant it's okay it's good
0: I mean you do need to pay attention to the balance in the decks that you make but they don't need to be perfect and that's that's maybe that's the difference in slay the spire especially when you get to the, like the ascensions you have to be perfect you cannot make any mistakes. Which either is choosing weird card for or a playing. card game. Yeah. When Whereas they're... in SteamWorld, there's enough leeway, enough forgiveness in hit points and healing and save points that you can make a mistake, or you can get screwed on the draw, and on the normal difficulty level, you get punished, but you don't get wiped out. You uh. get to keep playing.
1: Okay, I have never... Oh, no, wait, there was a card. I tried Hearthstone... Yeah, fucking hated it. Yeah, my brother still. I played
0: it for a while, and and yeah.
1: Yeah, my brother still bugs me to play it with him once in a while, and I no, I definitely did not like it. Did not like it at all. Uh, the only me- the only card game I've ever been tempted to check out was Metal Gear Acid.
0: Oh, yes. I never played that because I didn't have a PSP.
1: Yeah, and I've only ever seen, you know, screenshots of it. I don't think I've ever even seen footage of Metal Gear Acid. Um, and I never played it because I don't think it was ever available digitally for the PSP Go. So I never played it. Um, but this is the Steam World guys. They can pull this off.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they can. And, and it, it ramps up on you slowly. I mean, you start off with just two characters and then you start getting some cards and you have to make decisions about what you put in and put out. Then you get the third character and you have to decide what he's going to do. Then you get the fourth character and you have to decide, am I going to actually use him or stick with these three? And then I got the fifth character who's actually two characters in one. They're kind of cute. Oh. And I haven't even used them yet. So it, it it slowly builds the decisions that you have to make. It doesn't throw you into the deep end and say, you know, figure it out or die. It gives you time to learn before it starts throwing dragons at you.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll probably check it out once I exhaust Swords of Ditto, unless uh, none of their really cool, amazing indie drops on Switch. In fact, oh, God, was it, oh yeah, 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 uh, Bloodstained is coming out soon.
0: Mm. Oh, that's got a date. I'm so happy.
1: Yeah. And they, they released a trailer today that basically... Oh, yes. You just watched that trailer?
0: The old versus new trailer? Yeah. And Iga's like, I'll prove them wrong. Yes.
1: <laughs> this trailer actually begins with like all these quotes from people reacting to early footage of the game complaining about how bad it looks. Yep. And he's like, yep. and he's like I'll show them! And then the whole rest of the trailer is old, new, poopy, not poopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it's awesome. It was a pretty good trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good trailer. And it looks like a pretty good... Really, this isn't Castlevania game.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: The problem is, is, I kickstarted that enough to get a free copy, but I know that I'm not going to get a code for that on for the day of the release.
1: Weeks after.
0: Yeah. For weeks. So I'm gonna, I'm, somehow I'm going to have to not buy it again after kickstarting it, which is. I hate Bullshit. that. I hate that. They should give me the code early
1: for yeah, that. Yeah. No, there, there should be a thing where, where kickstarted games get like certification and are finished on the store two weeks prior to launch and everyone who kickstarted can start playing it two weeks prior. Yeah. That yeah, because I you should. That should be modus operandi for Kickstarters.
0: Cause I paid for that like two years ago.
1: Oh god, it feels like more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, more. I just hope it's actually good. And not a mighty number nine. I, I believe
1: I'm am, am expecting a mighty number nine.
0: No, I, I believe don't say that.
2: The Hollow night Kickstarter let everyone play it early. Hmm that kickstarted. I believe that's the case.
1: See, that's how it should be done and it yeah. doesn't surprise me that uh, Team Cherry did it right. <laughs> they always seem to do that. They do. They're 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 very much like Image and Form except their games are better and they come out less often.
0: Yeah. What else has Team Cherry done?
1: Nothing. Oh, okay. uh, DLC for Hollow Knight. Yep. That's all. Yeah, but that's for Yeah,
0: and then a Hollow Knight Spider whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Silk, Silk song. song. Silk, Silk song. song. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. And she's not I'm a sorry.
2: spider. She's a half spider. It's this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is true.
0: Save that voice because we'll need it again someday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy that. So, uh, cool it's time for headlines. Headlines. Oh, wait a minute. Game of Thrones. Oh, that's yeah. right.
0: Okay, talk. I I don't watch Game of Thrones, but you two were like, like I really changing your it. pants
1: over this. I thought that was like the best evening of television I've ever had in my entire. I'm not life. going
0: that far.
2: I like the Battle of the Bastards a little better, but this was good.
1: No, this was this was not. This was infinitely better than Battle of the Bastards. Okay, because of the way it treats. um b- Because how to put it. Uh, because of the way it fucks with expectation repeatedly over the course of the episode. It did. And it did it brilliantly, where, you know, everyone's all tense to the beginning. Oh, God, what's coming? We can't see that in the darkness. And then Melisandre shows up, and she walks up to Jorah and says, tell them to raise their swords, and all this huge Dothraki horde of, like, fucking 10,000 guys or whatever all raise their swords, and she touches one and... And recites an incantation and the guy's sword bursts into flames. And then every sword in that regiment bursts into flames is like a wave igniting across it. And you're seeing it up, up above from the castle as this, this like, boom, 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 flames going across this field. And it's like, oh my God, everyone's got a fire sword. This is going to fucking rock. And this army of Dothraki fly out into the darkness on their horses screaming their war whoops this is going to be amazing and everyone's watching them from like you know 500 yards back as the as all these lights go out into the darkness and then you start hearing screams in the distance mm-hmm. and those flaming swords start going out in the distance and all those beautiful righteous flames go out until there's almost none then one horse runs back and then one horse comes out of the darkness and then a couple screaming men. And it's like, holy fuck. Yep. And the. That episode kept doing that repeatedly over the course of the episode of thinking like, okay, we can do this. Oh God, we're absolutely fucked. Yep. Okay, we might be able to do this. Oh my God, we are fucked. Okay, maybe Aria is okay. Oh fuck. Oh fuck, Ari is fucked. Like yep. repeatedly it kept on it kept on inverting expectation again and again and again with huge stakes repeatedly. Uh it was absolutely fucking amazing. And the one thing I loved about it, um, well, obviously, what Arya does is amazing. Yeah, but what I loved was Jon Snow like lands behind the the Night King, and he's like running up in the Night King, and the Night King turns around, and he's like, "You still think you're the hero of this story?" Raises an army of the dead again.
2: <laughs> no, like the, that, that shot of him just running at him, holding his sword, was so fucking good.
1: Yeah, like it, like it, it was all good. And what I loved, I I loved the the puff of wind on the on the uh, the Ice Guy's hair. Right. And uh, Aria's getting yeah, in this you, in the you don't see Aria. You have no idea that is there. But I saw that pu- I saw that puff of wind blow the guy's hair. And I'm like, Aria.
2: <laughs> well, no, before that, Bran's just looking right over Night King's
1: shoulder. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. No, but it was, it was absolutely fucking fantastic. It was so yep.
0: we are way past the books now, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, and this is the this, last season. Yeah, Correct. The skinny is they have all of Martin's notes, but Martin didn't really never really figured out a way to make everything cohesive, which is why a lot of characters are fast traveling a the lot these days.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's there's 3 episodes left.
2: Yep. They're they're out of time. People are just going to show up where they need to show up. Just It's 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 fine. We're wrapping up. It's fantasy. It. Come on. Books don't have shooting schedules.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Like I get well, I, as long as it doesn't hurt the story, I think it's okay.
1: No, I I love the story. I love where it's gone. Yeah. I loved I loved Cerberian uh, of Tarth. I thought that was a Oh, that was an incredible yeah. moment. There were all kinds of incredible moments in like that Breakfast Club episode yeah. prior to this one. Um and okay, what what does kind of bug me is then okay, first of all, I bet a guy in my office 5 bucks that Leanna Mormont would live. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that she, not only would she live through this episode, but she was going to live to the end of the series. No, because, gonna... because she was such a cool character, I didn't think they were going to kill her. No, she dies. Great. And that's the thing, is when she dies, she dies. Now, for Chamberlain, Leanna Mormont is, uh, you know how like Game of Thrones are all these noble houses of the great mm-hmm. lords and blah, 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 and they pledge fealty to each other. Leanna yes. Mormont is like the 10 year old who had to take over her house because her parents were killed in a war.
2: It's like if Louise Belcher
1: commanded legions. I don't know who Louise Belcher is. Bob's Oh, kind of, kind of. But she takes everything super seriously. Yeah, she's great. And whenever anyone talks to her, she just turns to them and scowls and says something that really schools that person. (laughs) Usually, she's she's the definition of precocious. And so I thought there was no way they're going to kill Leanna Mormont. And uh, she insists on being on the front lines and fighting along with everyone else. And then when the dead break into uh, the Great Keep, um, there's an undead giant among them. And this thing is like, you know, 20 feet tall. And it picks her up. And she's, you know, she's all decked out in armor. And it puts a thumb in the middle of her breastplate and starts to push. And mm-hmm. you can see her. Cr- it, it's crushing her. It is literally crushing her to death. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, I owe Braxton five bucks. Oh God! Oh God! And then she pulls out a dagger, which is made of the only thing that can kill these undead things, and she screams at the thing and shoves it in the giant's eye before she dies. <laughs> and then the giant <laughs> falls down dead, and she dies too. But I'm like, oh, that was a good death. That was the yeah. best. That was the best death of that episode, as far as I could say. And Jorah, Jorah
2: dies pretty good too.
1: Jorah died the way he should have. He died defending his queen. Yep. And honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed that both Daenerys and Jon survived.
2: Yeah, one of them needs to die, or
1: needs to die. Yeah, I think it'll be much more interesting when the two people with a legit claim to the throne are actually dead.
0: Uh, Daenerys is the dragon lady, right?
1: That's right. And she's just been kind of a jerk this season. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really like her this season. She's really thirsty for that throne above all else, which she never really was before. She was more interested in being a good queen. And now she's just like, you're going to take, you might take my throne, like, that's her primary concern? Nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. She's she's less is, interesting is, now.
0: Is Cersei still around? She oh, is. Yeah. And that's... She's the next
1: boss. Yeah, that's that's what the next three episodes will be. She's the, the next boss? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we got, took out the Night King, and now we got uh, one
1: more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like the secret true boss.
0: Yep.
2: Okay, so sub boss. Are we okay. down to one dragon now?
1: Yes. Well, okay. We know that Jon's dragon was wounded because you know it.
2: He crashed, but it, I don't if he died. No,
1: there was not a scene where the dragon died. And so the, I think
2: Drogon does not die off screen. He's fine.
1: Um, Drogon. You got
2: like swarm of zombies and kind of flew off.
1: Drogon. No, no. Drogon is is Jon's dragon. Uh, Daenerys is. I'm sorry, Dracarys, is, yeah. Yeah. Dr- Dracarys is the word that they use to make the dragons breathe fire. Oh, um, I forget the name of Daenerys' dragon, but Daenerys is, is the green dragon. The green dragon is definitely still alive.
2: And Daenerys is the black dragon.
1: Daenerys is the queen.
2: Oh wait, no, wait, no, yeah, the black dragon was a zombie dragon. I'm, I'm getting no
0: Is <laughs> a zombie dragon?
2: There oh was god. one. Now it's dead.
0: Oh my god! Is a dracolich? Yeah. Awesome! No,
2: the a blue flyer.
1: The blue dragon the blue
2: dragon.
1: <laughs> The blue dragon became the ice dragon. The black dragon is John's dragon. The green dragon is Daenerys' dragon. I don't know their dragon? names. Pretty sure it was, it was blue. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Are we talking about it's, spoilers for 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 no. Avengers no, now? These
2: are not no. <laughs> no, this is just this is a
0: inane conversation.
2: That okay. something. <laughs>
1: Headlines. <laughs> yes. In Overwatch news, competitive season 16 is now live, and I never did my placement for, for seasons 15.
0: So what does that do to your placements? What does that do to your ranking?
1: Uh, it doesn't do anything to my ranking. What it means is if I had just played 10 fucking matches, I could have earned 400 competitive points and got my next golden weapon. But I was Ooh. too busy with Sekiro, I guess.
2: Now, her, her dragon is Drogon. Yeah. Drogon? Yeah. Okay. What are the names of the dragons? Uh, Drogon, Rhaegar,
0: and Smog.
1: Yeah. right. Wait. No. No. Drogon, Just... Rhaegar,
2: Viserion.
1: Okay. Viserion is uh, the ice dragon.
0: Okay. fus Roda. Yeah. <laughs>
1: anyway.
0: anyway.
2: Yep.
1: Okay.
2: Also, the shot of the last shot of like the of fire <laughs> leaking out of the zombie dragon's chest was fantastic.
1: I don't even remember that. Oh yeah. It's I, like, it... I I thought it was cool when it collapsed.
2: Well, I'm, yeah, like when cool John's guy. just like, like, okay, this thing's gonna kill me, I'm gonna die yelling at, back at this but dragon. I
1: was so dumb. Apparently, yeah. there's like some fucking incel douchebags who are saying that John actually was the one who is responsible for the death of Night King, because uh, when he yelled at the dragon, it momentarily distracted the Night, Night, Night King, allowing Arya to assassinate him. After Arya spent six fucking seasons training to be an assassin, no, it was, yeah, it was John who actually killed the dragon. Fuck those people. Anyway.
2: Why do they care so much about
1: that? I don't know, I guess they think it makes their penis smaller when a woman does something cool. Uh, It was fucking awesome. It was so fucking cool. Anyway. uh, Pixel art open world action game Shakedown Hawaii will land on Switch, PS4, Beta, and PC on May 7th with a 3DS version to follow shortly after. The PS4 and Beta versions will have cross save. So if Hmm. you ever wanted to play like an 8 bit uh, Grand Theft Auto after the first Grand Theft Auto, Here's another one. <laughs> uh, R- Risk of Rain 2's devs have laid out its Early Access Roadmap, and Humble will brag that it scored over 650,000 players on Steam in its first week, which is Richly deserved. pretty impressive. Mm. Uh, in June, there will be a new Survivor, a new Stage, a new Boss, new Items, new Equipment, and more. This summer, there will be Skills 2.0, a new Survivor, a new Stage, a new Boss, new Items, Equipment, and more. This fall, will be a new Survivor, new Hidden Realms, new Bosses, new Items, new Equipment, and more. Winter... We'll bring Artifacts 2.0, new stage, new bosses, items, equipment, and more. And Spring 2020 will be the 1.0 launch with yet another new Survivor, the last stage, the last boss, new items, equipment. Get it up.
0: Alex will never play anything else.
2: Nah, I, I think he can drift away from it for a couple months.
1: That's true. Yeah, but you'll come back. There I'll is a Borderlands game coming out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the release date for Borderlands? Do we have it's one? September 13th. Ah, right, right, right. That's ways off.
2: Yeah, looks, I've uh, seen about... I've watched about an hour of new game footage. And yeah,
1: the footage looks okay. It looks okay. It does. It does look okay, but I hate Pitchford yeah. so much.
2: Yeah, I know. But uh, Pitchford makes good games when he wants to.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's the problem.
2: Yeah, isn't <laughs> th- it? It looks really good. I get to fight Malawan finally. Oh, God.
1: I'm so glad I don't care about Malawan. <laughs> <laughs> like, that means nothing. Like, I know that it's one of the brand hey, names hey, in the support game. Support Ashley Birch. I do support Ashley Birch. You know I do. Is she in it though? Oh, yeah. is Tiny yeah. Tina back?
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: it's her. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I was worried they aged her up in order to recast her, but nope, we're good. She's she's on board.
1: Uh, Days Gone outsold Mortal Kombat 11 in physical sales in the UK, and it's not multi platform. Weird.
0: Okay, okay. Qualifier in the UK.
1: Yes. And the, the UK has always been the land of Sony. F-
0: physical sales.
1: <laughs> yes. And I bought it digitally, actually. I can't remember the last game I bought physically. Sekiro i got digitally, too. Oh, no, wait, no. There's something I've got in there. And it always pops up on this fucking game every time I open this. What what game do I have in there? I don't know. Microsoft is going to be throwing a big 10-year anniversary Minecraft celebration, and Marcus Notch-Peterson, the game's creator, who sold the rights to Microsoft for $2.5 in 2014, is not invited. Quote, Mm -hmm. because of his comments and opinions, which do not reflect those of Microsoft or Mojang and are not representative of Minecraft. Basically, the guy's Microsoft. like a sexist douche. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He's he's an idiot. He's... Yeah, he, well, he, clearly, he, he's not, clearly, he's not an idiot because he made all this money, but... Yeah. Yeah.
1: He just went full Fox News after he got rich. It was really weird. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's weird how that goes? happens to people. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swords of Ditto, Mormo's Curse, is out right now. The Switch version is, pretty, is, is missing a pretty important patch. Um, so, basically, there's a lot of things where if you die, the game will just bug the fuck out. And they were anticipating that the final patch would be in the game prior to its launch, but right now it's Golden Week in Japan. What does that mean? Uh No one's working. The entire oh. country is on vacation. The entire what the country. Fuck
0: is service that? industry?
1: that's Golden Week. Well, I'm sure the service industry is still working. Like I'm sure there's yeah. people are making time and a half right now. But as a general rule, this is the week when everyone on everyone in Japan goes on vacation. And it's crazy because, like, in Japan, they go to school six days a week if you're a school kid. Like, they work your ass to the bone, and then you get one week. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Psionics, developers of Rocket League, have been acquired by Epic Games, which I find weird, because Rocket League is the only game they've ever fucking done, as far as I know. So they were bought by Epic Games, and Epic immediately announced that Rocket League was going to get removed from Steam.
0: That's not true, I looked it up. Where did you see find that? I looked it up. In they every, actually, they in, actually made no
1: announcement. In every single fucking headline. No. Every single headline that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Look it up again. They, they It's been rescinded. They're not doing that. Run, because why? Because it's selling on Steam right now. Why would you walk away from that money?
1: Okay. It's, Epic acquires psionics. Uh-huh. Enter. It's
0: dueling headlines
1: here. Okay. Epic. Okay. The Verge is the first thing that comes up on Google. Epic buys Rocket League developer Psionic strongly hints it will stop selling the game on Steam. Terms of the deal including hits. how much Epic paid were not disclosed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PC version of Rocket League will come to the Epic Game Store in late 2019. In the meantime, it will continue to be available for purchase on Steam. Thereafter, yes. it will be continued to be supported on Steam for all existing purchasers. Therefore, if you currently have the game on Steam, you still have it on can Steam. Keep you keep it. You, you'll, you'll, yes. Yeah, you'll, well, of course, they're not going to take anyone's game away. They're just going to stop selling it on Steam.
0: I okay. Just, just don't make them look too bad. I'm not defending Epic. I'm just saying that it's oh, not no. nearly I, as bad as it sounds.
1: Well, okay, well let, let me let me just re, read that headline again. Epic wasted no time in announcing that Rocket Log will be removed from Steam.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: All right. Okay. Okay. Did do you guys remember a movie called Willow with Warwick Davis and Val yeah. Kilmer? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Now, apparently, was right.
1: apparently Willow was, was not a commercial success in theaters, but in my house, Willow is a classic. <laughs> it is an absolute fucking classic. I love Willow. I can quote the shit out of Willow. Um, I think it's that and what was that series that Warwick Davis had, Alex? Like extras or series. something like that? Yeah, it was extras. Okay. And like, Warwick Davis never gets to star on everything, anything, just basically just because he's a little person, but, Thanks to Willow, he was 100% one of the heroes of my childhood. And Willow ends with, um, with this, this kind of bumbling hero who just wants to do the right thing, finally realizing his dream of starting on the path to become a wizard at the very end of the movie. And we never really see Willow be a wizard. We just see him trick people into thinking he is because he has a couple, because he has a couple tools that allow him to do shit. So this sounds like it will be Willow twenty years later mm-hmm. in a series where he has completed his wizard training and is now like maybe the high wizard of his village. I don't fucking know. I'm geeking out over the idea of it. And it looks like I'm gonna to have to get Disney Plus. Is it yeah. still
0: starring Warwick Davis? Yes. Wow. And I okay. for,
1: I forget what this what movie it was where they were bugging um Oh god, it wasn't George Lucas, they were Bugging. Who's the redhead guy? who was a director. He was on Happy Days. Oh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ron Howard was involved in making. Oh, he movie. loves that too. Yeah, and and one he of the. Directed, I thought. Yeah, one of the casting. Yeah, he was involved. And so one of the cat. One of the guys who was uh, working on the movie with him was also a huge Willow nerd and was hassling him the entire movie. And Warwick Davis was in the cast as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, so they all basically ganged up on Ron Howard, and, and now it kind of looks like they're in talks and it might move forward. So, yeah, I'm going to have to get in on that, assuming it's yeah. available in Canada, eh?
2: Mm. And you'll get your uh, Loki se- se- uh, season series. I don't need to watch that. Is that actually going to
1: be Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. I, c- I don't imagine what would make Loki interesting without uh, Thor beating him up. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Or Doctor Strange dropping him out of portals.
1: Yeah, that was good. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night will launch June 18th on Steam, Good Old Games, PS4, and Xbox One with the Switch version launching one week later on the 25th
0: mm, Finally That game better be good, won't be. I swear <laughs> no, it'll, it'll be, Don't say it, that, at, it's going to be good be,
1: At best, it'll be okay Now, oh, come on I'm, just, I'm calling them like I see him, baby
0: Ego is not going to make the same mistakes that were made with Mighty Number Nine. All right, game like game.
1: like all those other awesome EGA games that have come out in the last thirty fucking years.
0: What else has he done?
1: That's my point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway,
0: I'm sure he's been somewhere. <laughs>
1: uh, well, let's find out. Let's Google that right now. Okay, what's the guy's name? Is EGA? What?
0: I don't know. I know it's EGA. Just <laughs> he's EGA. Okay, okay. uh,
1: Castlevania EGA. Kogi I- Igarashi.
0: That okay, Eagle Independent Grocers Alliance. So that's not what I'm looking for. No. Uh, a game show. immunoglobulin okay. A. Works. That's also not Works.
1: What I want. Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth in 2009, producer. Castlevania: Harmony of Despair in 2010, producer. Okay. Otomedius Medius Excellent in twenty eleven lead oh, lead me's in twenty eleven. He was a producer and he's been working on Blood Saint ever since. So basically there was almost a 10 year gap where he was doing nothing. And then he started indie creates and did a Kickstarter. And, so this is his life's work. And prior to that, yeah prior to that it was been hang on. Uh, ni- since Starting in nineteen ninety two no nineteen ninety three. Castlevania, Rondo of Blood, 97, Symphony of the Night, 2001, Chronicles, 2001, Circle of the Moon, 2002, Harmony of Dis- These are all Castlevania games. Aria of Sorrow, 2003, Lament of Innocence, 2003. Mm -hmm. Until
0: the Game Boy Advance ones and things like that, which are actually all very good.
1: 2003, Dawn of Sorrow, or 2005, Dawn of Sorrow, Curse of Darkness, 2006 port, like, this guy's made like 30 fucking Castlevania games. Mm -hmm. So, you might have a point. (laughs) (laughs) it it might be okay
0: and he did not make Castlevania 64 which was a bad one and (laughs) so Uh,
1: okay well I'm just saying based on the footage I've seen it doesn't look like I'm not hyped to play that game Hmm. I was hyped at the concept of it but watching footage of it it doesn't look like a fun game
0: it's because you don't like Symphony of the Night
1: no I I like good 2D platforming brawlers
0: that's what this is going
1: to be we'll see uh, after noted douchebag Randy Pitchford proudly announced that Borderlands 3 will not have microtransactions, it was revealed that, yeah, the game will totally have microtransactions for its cosmetics and such. When games journalists reported this, Pitchford quickly characterized their work as shitty clickbait headlines.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, buddy. Uh,
1: fucking asshole. Then he went out
0: for lunch with you know. President Trump and they had a grand old time. Yeah. Has he done that? I have no idea. I just, I can see the two of them ganging up and, you know. Grabbing a bunch of try. pussies together. Mm-hmm. So, to pivot off of that to more interesting, happier things... We must. That Sonic trailer.
1: Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, actually, that's, that's the latest headline, actually. Go to uh, go to aisle nine right now.
0: Yeah, I
2: saw it, that. It's you don't see $100 million mistakes every day.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so i you know i i thought he could have looked worse i thought he looked very much could like he a, have a worse?
0: oh he looks terrible
1: <laughs> no i i i definitely thought he could have looked worse um but given that given what we've seen in the pokemon movie, for example. There's no reason not to have him look as cartoony as he did in the game but in the real world like that yeah. that works just fucking fine working fucking Roger Rabbit um there was no reason to make him as weirdly human looking lanky
0: know? with that weird face and the small eyes and yeah
1: yeah yeah so um like basically all of those all of those fan edits we've seen do look better to me yeah, um, they do, you know, remind me of that iconic character from my childhood. And there is actually a theory that uh, they leaked that image, you know, that image months ago um, because they knew that it would piss people off and they wanted to react and fix it. And so the whole trailer was basically just like a, a, a juke to get people to freak out so they could fix it and earn goodwill.
0: That's way too much wasted money. I agree. I mean, this is that never ascribed to malevolence or intelligence, which could be better explained by incompetence. Yes. This is somebody going, it'll be fine. No, no, no. It's just Sonic. It, it, it's fine. We'll redesign him, and people will come because it's Sonic. When they don't get it. I mean, every trailer, I'm not going to go see Detective Pikachu, but every trailer I've seen of that has been adorable. Kind of yeah. yeah, it does. It's not for me, but it looks like it could be fun. And they got the right voice actor
1: yeah, for Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds is trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's having fun with it at least.
2: Yeah.
1: Um my my reaction to this news about the redesigned Sonic the Hedgehog was this. <clears throat> oh thank god. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie will now be able to enjoy or join the illustrious excellent video game movies like Okay, yeah. give me a second.
0: <laughs> it does hold record, on, hold on. Now. There is one good video game
1: movie. I said excellent, but okay, what you got?
0: Mortal Kombat. The first one. Uh, yeah, I know you're You grade
1: it right. on a curve. He's sure. right. No, you're right. You're right.
0: Because it's just a cheesy kung fu movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you're right. It
2: never tried to be anything but.
1: I was, nope. I was, I was trying to think of one earlier today, and the closest I got was the first Silent Hill movie.
0: I yeah, didn't it's see not those. Bad.
1: It's not terrible. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. And it certainly had like its share of visual spectacular and fucking gory, gross, awful shit.
2: Pyramid head skins a dude just to throw it at somebody. Yeah.
1: just it and, the first right. one or the second one? The first one. The first one, the first one yeah. he he picks someone up, puts it in the Yeah, skins it and him, throws a skin at the door. And just I've seen that rips scene. all the skin off in one fell swoop. It was one of the grossest things I've ever and
2: seen. And air raid sirens will never not be terrifying.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I remember that from the first game. That was
1: ah. creepy. Oh. And Jim Carrey. Well, I love Jim Carrey. I will always love I will always I love don't. Jim Carrey. I've, I've loved Jim Carrey since in Living Color. I no. no. No, I don't No.
2: I I, I I ten years ago my roommate tried to make me watch uh his Riddler again and I could <laughs> not do it. Tommy Lee Jones did not get enough shit for that. He's even worse.
1: No, and like, he didn't want to work no, no, no. with Jim Carrey. <laughs> it was whole, not neither of them were that bad. They were doing like the most campy, like fucking seventies or sixties style Batman. And they know, did. I they know, cranked know, it up it was, to eleven, and and it was was that critical. movie is
0: Schumacher's fault, and he admitted
1: yeah. it. <laughs> Nipples,
0: didn't he direct that? That was Joel Schumacher, yeah, was. right? Yeah, know. he completely that's, admitted it. Was his? I think fault. It's
1: a Val Kilmer one. Holy rusted metal Batman! Uh. Is that Val Kilmer? or Is that George Clooney? Uh, it was Clooney. That was Clooney. Wait.
2: But Schumacher did the one with uh, Poison Ivy.
0: That's right. That was the last one. So yeah. who did? That I, was. I think it might have still been Tim, Bur- Tim Burton.
1: No. no, no.
0: Tim Burton did Batman and Batman Returns. Tim they Bur- kicked him out after Tim that. Burton was
1: okay. the first two. I yeah. Oh my God. And you know what drives me? Just blows my mind. Those movies are like twenty years old now. Yeah, they're so fucking old. Oh my God.
0: I tried to like rewatch the first Batman, like the the Tim Burton one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get through it. It's really.
1: It's really. I like think it's aged well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean even even Jack Nicholson's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Once
2: you've seen Heath Ledger, you can't go back. Huh.
0: You really can't.
1: No, like
2: anything else just seems really sticky, except for Mark Hamill.
1: Yeah, but when he's doing the voice. But I'm trying to think, yeah, like uh, who is who's the 32nd of Mars guy? 32nd of Mars. Yeah, you know, the the guy who was in Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, Will Smith? Who no, are we talking no, about? No, no, the, the the lead singer of Thirty Seconds to Mars, who played Angel in Fight Club. Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, like, yeah, Jared, Jared Leto's was terrible. Um, yeah, I, I frankly, I have never liked Joaquin Phoenix. I don't um, understand. I'm like, curious like, watch
0: about ma- that one
1: though. Watch yeah. the Master. The Master. What was that? Oh no so I, never, it was not, yeah, I never saw that it's really good he's really good in it what was it i watched i watched one where he was i watched that one where he was a cartoonist that actually cartoonist. wasn't bad yeah he plays this he plays this drunk uh, alcoholic cartoonist who gets in a car wreck and uh crumb
0: is that crumb no
1: and uh, no it is called don't worry he won't get far on foot is the name of the movie oh yeah oh yeah and, yeah that just came out No, it was last year, I think. Um, And you know, it it was a good show, and it was you know, it was a a fine period piece. But he, like, I don't know, I've never found him very compelling to watch. He's not like a Jake Gyllenhaal where there's like there's there's just something about him where I want to keep watching him. And uh, uh, yeah, like there's some people who are just kind of magnetic, and he's not like Joaquin Phoenix is not to me.
2: And like he always just kind of plays the same
1: broken an person quiet dude yeah yeah who who kind of mumbles a little bit and smile yeah. <laughs> a little giggle like i'm sick of it. <laughs> you ever seen it i heard her was really good but i never saw it her oh no i never saw that either yes yeah, one where scarlett johansson is the oh, operating system of his phone yeah. or something if you fell in love with
2: amazon instead of them ripping off all your information
1: give it time no we
2: they've had enough they they're recording us right now if you have an alexa
0: I don't. Yeah, I'm okay with that. If Although, you have an
1: Android phone,
0: I do have an Android. Oh yeah, phone. that's It's that listening to me one. right now, probably. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I guarantee it. And
0: I don't say much. That's very interesting. Yeah, but
1: so. if if we were to start talking about certain cars, like a CRX, we would say CRX, CRX, Honda CRX, a Honda CRX. Have you heard about the new Honda CRX? You're gonna start seeing ads for it. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking creepy, man.
0: Well, that's right down to Minority Report. Remember that when Tom Cruise is walking through and it scans his eyeball yeah. and it starts giving him ads walking through the street.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just it was, it's not it was, that far from that.
1: Yeah, and and that was seen as so far fetched at the time. Like, oh, what a, what a creative idea.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Parts of Minority Report are stupid, like the the airborne keyboard things. That's dumb. That's never yeah. going to happen. But the the idea of targeted ads like that we're, that that'll happen in our lifetimes, where billboards will figure out who you are. And show you what it wants to see you to see. Yeah. It's it's not that far off. <laughs> so just don't spend any money and don't talk about anything and don't be online and you'll be fine. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. You yeah. need a job. With the internet. Be a hermit.
0: Just yeah. be a hermit. Live in a cave.
1: Sometimes I really do wonder how much money I would save and what I could do with my life if I just kind of unplugged from the whole consumer culture thing.
2: Well, you need to be independently wealthy.
1: No, I just need to, just live like a, to live like a to live like a bachelor without cable can live. Like when I was when I was out of high school, I was living on my own in an apartment. I lived off one box of crap dinner a day for over a year, and it was fine. But what did you do? I went to work. I hung out with friends. I I did a lot of writing.
0: Okay. Oh. Did you? That doesn't sound awful. No, it was nice.
1: I, I was I was a hip young writer living on his own downtown. Sounds awesome. It was for a time. I was a cool guy once.
0: Yeah. yeah see, I require screens.
1: I do now. I've I've grown accustomed to its face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't live without it. Start start getting the shakes, man.
2: Well, you can't have... I can't ha- get a job without a cell phone, at
1: least. That's right. You need it now. It's like a fucking human right, basically.
2: Yep. Yeah. No boss would trust you if you don't have a cell phone.
1: Which, rem- In fact, there are some jobs where they won't hire you if you don't have an active Facebook account that you've been maintaining for years. Okay. What? That's, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, how, that's how they check you out to determine what kind of person you are.
0: So they assume if you don't have Facebook, you're hiding something?
1: I, I, I must be hiding a great deal. Uh, I I mean I just I never trusted
2: Facebook and look who's laughing now yeah I'll
0: I'll tell you what I'm hiding I'm an asshole that's what I'm hiding I don't want you to know that there you go (laughs) have I succeeded yet have I fooled you
1: Fucker <laughs> Speaking of how necessary cell phones are, I was watching. I think I, I think we talked about a little while ago uh, Bill and Melinda Gates showing up on the Stephen Colbert show, yeah, yeah. Um, to talk about their charity work, and what they were doing was they were talking about the amount of independence and how you can empower women in third world countries by giving them a cell phone. Yeah. And suddenly they can do banking over the phone. They can do all sorts of shit that otherwise would have taken them half a day to accomplish by just, you know, riding the bus into town, costing them money. Um, and by doing that, they're kind of tipping the scales of, um, um, what's the, what's the word for our male dominated culture? Uh, patriarchy. Yeah. Tipping the scales of the patriarchy a little bit. Uh, really liked it. Really cool idea.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's all I got.
0: Yeah. I and the am. only price they pay is the sacrifice all of their privacy
1: <laughs>
0: and get targeted ads for shoes. So it, but,
1: it, it but could be Hulu. worse, Manolo Blonix.
2: <laughs> but you've got Hulu and I guess uh Cut
0: the Rope
1: and uh Fruit Ninja. Mm-hmm. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> hmm
0: uh, what's that fruit one?
1: Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Fruit Ninja?
0: No, not Fruit Ninja. There's a different one with like the match three game. that Candy was... Crush? Oh, candy Crush. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not Fruit. Candy.
1: Angry Birds?
2: <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I've never played. This
2: just in from Brian Ashcock. Angry Birds is okay. Yeah. Hmm. Detective Pikachu is a good movie.
1: I did not predict that. No. And you know what? I'll watch it when it comes to Netflix.
2: When? Yeah, I'm not going to the theaters for this. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it gets crazy reviews, and uh, no, I, I don't see that. That's happening.
0: going to be an insufferable crowd. Yes. Oof.
1: I don't Can know. There's, bad. there's a. I've, I've never noticed. I'm sure there are kids who do the Pokemon Go thing, but I'll be on the bus, and there'll be like you know businessmen doing Pokemon Go on their phones.
2: Oh no, Pokemon is, just matters the most to people that are playing around 98.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The kids yeah, like it, that.
2: but they're more into Fortnite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So put a Pokemon skin in Fortnite. Come on, let's get Pikachu in there. Hmm, Fucking get... Thanos was in Fortnite for a while. Can not we get he Pikachu came back? in there too? Thanos is back in Fortnite. Yeah. Does he have half the health? I don't know. Fifty <laughs> percent jokes will never get old. Well, maybe halfway. But anyway, all right, it's time to go play card games. Yes, it is. Or time. Sekiro.
1: Time to go ride my bike.
0: Yeah, there you go. Run roll. over some zombies. Okay, did they get a Harley license for Days Gone?
1: I don't think it's a Harley. Fuck. You know, I I, I kind of hate Harley's anyway. Like, the, the, well,
0: Harley is desperate for cash. They could have totally gone to Harley and said, "Listen, can we listen to this? Can we license the sound and like make it, make it the shopper, please." And they would have okay. given it some ha- sort of Harley
2: <laughs> has a brand of eyeglasses.
1: One of the one of the upgrades for your bike is actually to reduce the noise the engine makes, and Harley has nothing to do with <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, and this is something
2: that's already <laughs> always bothered
1: me about this in The Walking Dead. If you're trying
2: to escape zombies that respond to noise, why aren't you all driving Teslas? <laughs>
0: Because we're going to charge it,
2: Jenny, well, how are you gonna survive with, with a screaming harley all the time? Well, that thing sounds like a tr- a, a
0: tank
1: yeah if I, if I ever got a motorbike i would I would go out of my way to silence the engine
0: yeah, that's not so that fucking loud. loud. it's not that that's not near that loud
1: every time I think about the sound of a motorbike, I think about that South Park episode. That's yeah. totally what those guys are doing. They're just walking up to people, trying to enjoy their Saturday. Go, bah, bah, bah,
0: bah. <laughs> you know, a lot of Harley's don't come that loud. You get add-ons to make them louder. Uh, it's true.
2: That, that's up there with truck nuts,
0: or the diesel like diesel trucks that you hit the gas and just these giant plumes of black smoke out of the top. No,
2: this Man, is wor- rolling rolling coal. It's called a, Har- yeah. a Harley is worse than either. No, no, no. The, the rolling coal trucks are the worst thing. Yeah.
1: Everyone needs to know that I'm here and driving a motorbike.
0: They're not that loud. No, I mean,
2: they are. Some of the, sometimes that, well, what if it's, I'm used two, to it. if it's I mean, two in the morning and you're two blocks away and you still wake me up, I'm pissed.
0: Yeah. My, not, my bike's not even that loud and you can hear me about a block away. Hey, just
2: like, it's a common a place for everything, including, you know, bicyclists, but just don't bike during rush hour. Don't be a dick. Don't make people get around you whenever. And ride right single home.
0: file on the side of the road, you bastards!
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right, we're complaining about motorcycles and bicyclists now. I think we're done for the
2: day. Yeah, no. And another thing, these kids in my lawn—I swear,
0: God, freaking—and these clouds. I'm you gonna get—I'm gonna get the
2: hose. <laughs> I'm gonna get the hose. I never—I know I never get the hose, but this time, yeah. Goddamn kids! No, 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 no. that one right there is Dad's a lawyer. He did, he did. Give me a call the other day. <laughs> I'm gonna shake my fist.
0: Angry man shakes fist to cloud. Chance, <laughs> thank you for being here. My pleasure, Alex. Thank you for talking. See, we had to say "dickety" because the
2: Kaiser had stolen our word 20.
0: Because <laughs> it was the style at oh, time. I like the way you're thank- working. No <sighs> thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. That
2: was a uh, Deep Simpsons cut, I shouldn't have denied. <laughs>